0: Welcome to Crunchy Lit, the podcast that offers positive reviews of children's literature, picture books, through young adult novels, and where every episode concludes with a kid-friendly recipe. As we near Halloween, it seems appropriate to do a review of books for the three seven-year-old age range. We're talking about picture books. Some children within that age range embrace the spooky, creepy side of Halloween and welcome it. Others are terrified by strange sounds and scary commercials and people in costumes. It can be very anxiety-inducing for little ones. And no matter how many times you talk about it being pretend, and only for a limited time, those feelings may still linger. So let's give you some options. Let's talk about books that are uh, ideal for the nervous, as well as the spooky set of picture book readers you may have in your life. Let's start with something lighthearted. If you've got a kid who's all into Halloween and wants something fun and funky, you want to grab Monsters Academy by Jane Eulen and Heidi Y. Steeple. Monsters Academy makes the monsters seem like they're fun, like they're the type of character your child would want as a friend. After reading this book with your child, they may want to enroll in a monster academy just to join the fun. Now let's talk about a book for those who really dislike Halloween. Those little ones that are terrified by things that go bump in the night and all the creepy crawly things that are appearing this time of year. For them, you want to empower them. You want to get them books like Go Away, Big Green Monster by Ed Imbry And Embry is spelled E-M-B-E-R-L-Y. Go Away, Big Green Monster empowers a child. The book begins with a scary green face on the cover, and as the child turns the page, they get to tear the monster apart. Literally, as they turn each page, the monster begins to disappear. And the lines encourage the monster to go, to go far away. So turn a page, part of his face is gone. Turn a page, his nose is gone, his eyes, until finally, he's gone. Very empowering for those afraid of monsters. There's also the little old lady who wasn't, who was not afraid of anything. By Linda William. The little old lady who was not afraid of anything seems as if she is brave, beyond brave. Nothing scares her. She lives out in the woods by herself. Except one day, walking through the woods, something terrifies her. And she does not like to be afraid. And she has to deal with this new and uncomfortable feeling. And she has to learn how to deal with it. Another empowering book for your little ones. And then you can also go with the light part of Halloween. You know the part that most youngsters like? The candy, the fun, the silly parts. So, how about Pete the Cat, Five Little Pumpkin? If you've got someone within the picture book age range, you own at least one Pete the Cat book. So you must add Pete the Cat Five Little Pumpkins to your collection. It comes with a cute little song because Pete does love to sing. And it makes Halloween activities fun. Not the least bit scary, but lighthearted. You also have something for the child that's in between. You know, the one that's trying to get used to Halloween, but still hasn't embraced it try something like how to catch a monster by Adam Wallace and how to catch a monster is an example where a child ha- deals with the monster he's determined to catch it and discovers that wait maybe just maybe and the monster can be friends so just know while you're looking around for Halloween options for your preschool set think picture books In fact, some families do a Halloween exchange. This is how it works. However, the children gather candy, whether it's through walking in neighborhood, trunk treating at a church or community center, or however the child gathers up candy on Halloween or right before, The child and parent then sit down and select a few pieces of the child's favorite candy. Those are the candies that the child can have over the next several days. The rest of the candy the child will leave in a bag outside the door. The next morning the candy will be gone but in exchange there will be picture books. So, this would be fun if you do trunk or treating or any form of trick or treating right before or even after. Get rid of the surplus candy and let the child have books instead. So it's a book exchange. Different families think of different reasons, or should I say, different characters that have taken the candy away. Some say it's a tooth fairy trying to keep their teeth healthy. And because it's a special Halloween, she wants to leave books instead of money. Some say it's a witch because they want that spooky edge to it. A witch that loves candy and only can have it right after Halloween. But you decide. How do you get rid of the excess candy? A book exchange. Love the child choose a couple of their favorite pieces. Leave the rest in the bag outside and Magically, the next morning, let the child discover some brand new picture books. Okay, so let's review what we recommended for your Halloween enjoyment with your preschool child. Or your child who's slightly older, say five to seven, but still loves picture books. We have the lighthearted Pete the Cat, Five Little Pumpkins. We have monster academy if they like monsters we have the little old lady who was not afraid of anything we have go away big green monster and we have how to catch a monster those are some great picture book recommendations and again they're ideal for the child who's nervous about halloween or the one who's embracing it and wants to be a werewolf There's an ideal Halloween picture book for every child. All right, let's talk recipes. Let's do simple and fun. Let's start with carrots. Baby carrots are always fun, but large carrots are good too. Let's say you grab your preschool or kindergarten or first grade child and invite them into the kitchen. Have them wash up and then have them rinse carrots. If they're baby carrots, you are good to go. If they're not, you may want to grab that plastic knife and observe carefully as they cut them into small bite-sized pieces. Alright. Carrots have been rinsed. Larger ones have been cut down to bite size and smaller ones are also ready to go. Now, what to do with the carrots? Well, carrots are great all on their own, but they're also fun for dipping. Let's do a little bit of scientific experimentation. Go to the fridge and grab whatever dressings you have. Ideally, you'd have a couple different salad dressings something kid-friendly like maybe a ranch but also something that normally the kids wouldn't touch like an Italian dressing or some type of balsamic or vinaigrette okay place the containers of dressing on the table next to your container of rinsed carrots all right now let's go ahead and get a paper plate or else a saucer like a teacup seltzer invite the child and assist them with placing small amounts of the different dressings on the plate encourage them to just dip the carrot in yes they'll look at you strange and they'll naturally go for the ranch but encourage them to taste the other dressings, the ones that you use they may be surprised to discover they actually like them Yes, normally they wouldn't touch it. It looks weird when you put it on your salad or on your vegetables, but right now they're being scientists and you want them to discover if they taste the same as a ranch or if they taste different. And if they taste different, can they tell you why or how they taste different? Let's experiment. Okay, now let's dip and munch. And if you have a child who does not like the dressings, you can always substitute with a dab of cream cheese. And there you have it. Healthy Snack, Kid Friendly. Stay tuned for new episodes of Crunchy Lit coming soon. The podcast that offers positive children's book reviews, preschool through young adult novels, and that offers a Kid Friendly recipe in every episode.